Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My brothers and sisters in Islam, welcome back to Islam. You have the show on the platform available for you at home to call and ask your questions. You could ask any question about any Islamic matter or any family matter and we'll try to answer your questions according to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So I urge all of you, my brothers and sisters, to call and ask your questions. You will be not just only benefiting yourselves that your questions will be answered. You are benefiting thousands of people who will be watching the channel and they will be benefiting inshallah from the questions and the answers inshallah ta'ala uh, we have uh, other questions inshallah ta'ala can we pray salah with our shoes on yes you can pray the salah as long as your shoes is clean now what's the meaning clean that there is no uh, it doesn't mean if it has mud or something that's not clean we're talking about the clean it doesn't have impurities that's why the hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi he said before you pray with your shoes look down look underneath your shoes if there is uh, for example uh, you know uh, uh, impurities like feces or things like this like wipe them with the floor for example if you are outside and then pray with them as the hadith of the prophet and the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi he generally used to pray with his shoes alayhi salatu wasalam now we know we, in the masajid it's not to pray with the shoes as we know يعني, it's, a, it's a place that uh, for hygiene reason etc and to, to keep the masjid clean and the carpet but still يعني, it is valid to pray with shoes insha'Allah ta'ala uh, <coughs> now uh, another question and as as it, it is sometimes you will find some people they say how dare you pray, you pray with the shoes no you, you can't pray yes it's allowed to pray with the shoes the sunnah actually the prophet generally used to pray with his shoes alayhi salatu some people if they don't feel comfortable to wear the shoes as well the prophet he as well he sometimes prays without the shoes alayhi salatu so it's either way something that you can do either way inshallah ta'ala another question uh, here uh, i am in my early 50s may allah bless you and my daughter are early 20s are we allowed to go hajj yes if you can not allowed you must do hajj uh, hajj is obligation it's not a, a voluntary thing and it's not only for elderly some people they think when i become 70 or 80 then i'll do hajj no do it if you have the means to do hajj even if you are 15 or 16 uh, with go with your parents, no problem. Do, do it, inshallah ta'ala. And to go with this, with this age 50s, alhamdulillah, you still, alhamdulillah, you're, you could go do hajj properly, then do it. Don't delay your hajj. And that's something which is a must, is obligation upon you to do the hajj, inshallah ta'ala. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam, Shaykh. Yes, my brother. May Allah reward you for your. Amin, wa iyak, my brother. Yes, brother, how can I help? A little uh, due to poor health, uh, I am unable to always perform sunnah. Yes. So uh, I do my farm, but especially. It is know, sufficient. It is sufficient. If you do okay. your farm, it is sufficient. Even if you didn't do a single sunnah, it is sufficient. The Prophet وسلم, a man came to him, he said to him, uh, he, after he embraced Islam, he said, did Allah command us to pray five times a day? He said this, he said, by Allah, will not do more than this. So to pray five times a day and to fast the month of Ramadan, to do what you can do from the obligation of Islam, that is sufficient for you. You understand? Okay, and for which, uh, you know, the, 
after the two sunnah, which is desirable, then can I use that two sunnah as part of three rakat of Vitr? Best for you, instead of doing this, but just to pray either one rakawatr or two or three rakawatr. Yeah? Okay. If you don't think you can't pray the two sunnah, just pray the witr. One rakah or three rakah. Could do one, can do three. And the third very important question is that we are knowing, okay, knowing the that we have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. How do we, we are so knowing the consequences around me, we see why we are so much into dunya. So how, how do we take mohabbat out of the dunya? And, you know, we have time for WhatsApp and TV and this and that and everything. But we, you I understand. Know, the best way, my brother, the best way, my brother, is to know that to keep the dunya in your hand, not in your heart. To keep the dunya in your hand, not in yeah, your heart. heart. If the dunya entered your heart, then it's difficult to get rid of it. But the way to get rid of it, to love Allah. As Allah says in the Quran, The one who believes in Allah, they are most who loves Allah. We should love Allah more than anything else. We should love the Messenger of Allah more than all the other people. Uh, and we should love Allah and His Messenger the most. And then we should love Islam and follow the guidance of Islam. And that's what we should do. And it doesn't mean we should avoid the dunya. It means we should keep the dunya in our hand, not in our heart. Is that clear, my brother? Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yes. Alhamdulillah. May Allah increase you in yes. all khair. May Allah protect you. And yes. may Allah give you shifa, my brother. Amen. Amen. Okay. So if you mean without mahram, I'm in my early 50s and the daughters. So if you go together with your daughters, if you go together as a group of women, no problem. Best to have a man with you, your husband, your, uh, your their brother, your uh, your brother, someone like that. Best to have a, a mahram with you to help you out. And if you go in group of other women, some scholars allow it under these circumstances. Wallahu ta'ala alam. Is it permissible to uh, another? Is it permissible to take medicine that has alcohol if it's a necessity? Then this is you ask. Uh, you know that's if your GP prescribe it to you. Ask always some alternatives without alcohol, always. Even I came across this, uh, this uh, uh, the one, it's I don't want to mention the, the, the company, but those ones, if you have sore throat or something, these, uh, uh, I don't know, they call it strepsils or things like that. They have al a consumable alcohol. There are alternatives which doesn't have alcohol. So get those ones which doesn't have alcohol. And always, alhamdulillah, many of the medicine there, there are alternatives which, which has no alcohol. Even the, including the, uh, for example, the, 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 the coughing, many of the coughing uh, uh, medicine, it has, it has alcohol. So to avoid it and find something which doesn't have alcohol, this is something which is best for you to do it, inshallah ta'ala. And, and if, he, if, there is a, if that is a necessity medicine, ask your, your GP, your doctor, to find you alternative without alcohol. If he told you or she told you this is, the, this is your medicine, it's important for you, then take it because it's a necessity situation. Other than that, uh, ask, ask for alternatives, inshallah ta'ala. Now, is it permissible to challenge imam for reciting uh, short surah in Salatul Fajr and Isha. Why you need to challenge the Imam? What's this? You follow, you follow the Imam, even if you recite, it's up to him. You follow the Imam. 
You follow the Imam. You don't need to challenge the Imam. Don't go and challenge the Imam. You may advise the Imam, tell to him the Sunnah is to, bit, to keep the Salat al-Fajr a bit longer in order for the other people, they may come, etc. Just they may come late in order to catch up and it's only to rakah. But if he choose to do it, that's his choice. Verily the Imam is to be followed, not to be not to follow, to be followed. You follow the Imam. SubhanAllah. So don't challenge, don't don't bring problems in the masjid. Another question. Uh, one of the day of Jum'ah. Uh, okay. One <coughs> was uh, on the day of Jum'ah, sorry, it is mandatory to to create, to uh, to set spaces, for example, for leaders, elders in the first row, even though they are not yet arrived? No. No, you don't have to. Just sit. Whenever you come, you sit as the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. You come, you sit. Try to sit in the front row of the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. Whoever took the ghusl of the day of Jum'ah and prepared and put perfume and then walked to the, walked to the, walked to the masjid. And thumma dana. Dana means came close to the imam. Uh, as close as you can, the closest, the best for you. So don't leave it for anyone else. And it's not for who leader to leave it for the leaders, no. Leaders of the committee, leaders, no. You just go get close to the imam and, and, and sit there, inshallah ta'ala. That's what you can do. If you, there is a space for someone who is elderly come after, no problem uh, to give them the space. But it's, uh, the priority is you don't give it. It's uh, the hadith of the Prophet to come close to the imam regardless whether you are old, you are young, to come close to the Imam. So go and sit close to the Imam and listen to the khutbah. That's what you must do, inshallah, on in the day of Jum'ah. Another question, if you see someone having uh, having heart attack, do you carry on praying or help him? Subhanallah. Yani you want to see someone dying and then you carry on praying. Let me tell you something. If you are praying in congregation, Look how the Sahaba of the Prophet ﷺ dealt in a situation, in a similar situation. Umar al-Khattab was leading Salat al-Fajr. Now, Ibn Muljim, this evil person, came and stabbed Umar al-Khattab while he was praying Salat al-Fajr. Yeah? When he was praying Salat al-Fajr, sorry, Abu Lu'ul al-Majusi, sorry, that's the one who killed Ali. Abu Lu'ul al-Majusi. He killed Umar Khattab. He stabbed Umar Khattab in the Salah. Not the whole masjid ran to Umar Khattab. Two, three of the companions, including his son Abdullah bin Umar, went to their went to Umar Khattab to deal with him. What the other masjid did? Uh, the other the other people in the masjid, Abdurrahman bin Auf was behind Umar Khattab. Abdurrahman bin Auf he stepped forward and carried on praying the Salat al-Fajr. So that's what he did. And the other people of the masjid continued behind Abdurrahman ibn Awf radiyallahu The point is that if there is two, three people came to the one who had the heart attack, let them do it. Let the other people carry on their salah. Not the whole masjid has to rush to the person. If someone has a heart attack, two, three people, they have to turn to him. And the other people, let them carry on their salah. That's what is supposed to be done. And that's how the Sahaba were organized 1400 years ago. Look how they were organized. Someone stabbed, literally, in the masjid, stabbed. And yet, they dealt with him. And then some Sahaba dealt with him. And the other one dealt. Uh, and uh, on the way out, he stabbed two, three Sahaba as well. And then they caught this person. And, uh, and the, the remain of the Sahaba, they, carry, they carried on their salah and, until they finished. So that's what you're supposed to do, inshallah. Another question. 
what uh, what can I do when I'm struggling with hijab? I have been wearing it for two years and I just turned to 19 and I'm finding it hard. My iman has lowered and, uh, and keep having thoughts. And imagine if I didn't wear it, it is so young because I look better without it, okay? And on top of that, it is not uh, common in my culture to wear it, so it is early. Uh, uh, none of my cousins wear it, uh, and I feel alone. You should know that the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Islam starts as a strange thing, and it will end up as a strange thing, and the Prophet he Tuba al-Ghurabat, Jannah, promising Jannah for those who are like a stranger. So that's why my sister, and don't bring these thoughts. If you are on this path, if you feel alone in your family, remember that you are accompanied with the companion women of the Prophet ﷺ, with the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, with Maryam bint Imran ﷺ, with Asiya, the wife of Fir'aun, with Khadija, the wife of Muhammad ﷺ, with Fatima bint Muhammad ﷺ, and all the companion women of the Prophet ﷺ, you are, those are your companions. So don't feel alone. It's not because you are in your family, just you are wearing hijab. It's, you are surrounded with many of those pious people and in the day of Jannah, you'll find yourself, the other ones, they're gonna be alone. You're gonna be accompanied with the pious people. So feel proud about it. And that's your identity, my sister. And it is part of our deen and it's obligation from Allah And 19 is not young. And don't be deluded by the shaitan. Don't be deceived by the shaitan to say, oh, you, are better, you look better. To who you look better? To who? To who? Do you think someone who wanted to establish an Islamic family, he will just look into your, your beauty? What about your personality? So that's why let the one who proposed to you, who looks into your personality, he chose you for your deen. This is the person who deserves to see your beauty. This is the one who deserves to be your husband. That's what you should do, my sister. And don't be deceived by these thoughts. And always say, I would surround yourself with a better companionship. If it's not in your family member, outside your family member. Alhamdulillah, there are many sisters, mashallah, practicing sisters. Listen to them, stick around them, inshallah, and they will help you, inshallah. May Allah increase you in all khair, my sister. Another question, uh, I want to know if there is any intention to be made when I'm observing voluntary prayer, nafil, especially Salatul Duha. No, there is no special uh, intention. And this question, I answered it yesterday. There is no special intention. Just only, just uh, start praying as long as you know you are praying Salatul Duha. You're not praying Salatul Fajr, you're not praying obligation. So you're praying this Salatul Duha, which is, and just only remember that this is the Salatul Awabin, this is the Salah of those who repent and the one who are returning to Allah Azzawajal. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, in every single day uh, that you wake up in the morning, there is uh, an every, for every single joint in your body, there is a charity that you need to pay. Uh, and this charity will be made up by only two rak'ah of Salat al-Duha. So that's what you could do, inshallah. You could pray two or four or six or eight, two by two, you, that's the Salat al-Duha, which you should do. You don't need to have a specific intention, inshallah. Can a Muslim pray for non-believer when he sneezes and say, Alhamdulillah, what should they respond uh, of a Muslim? Uh, if they say Alhamdulillah, no problem to say Alhamdulillah and guide you, may Allah guide you if he, they are alive. We can make dua for non-Muslim with the mercy and guidance, etc. No problem. Even with peace, no problem. And to ask Allah to guide them. But after they die, we can't make dua for them. In their life, no problem to me. Allah have mercy on them and bring them. And the mercy of Allah is that his guidance as well. No problem to make dua for them. 
uh, if I'm performing ablution, uh, am I am I am I to wash my both hands together three times or wash wash them three times each? Uh, of course, you have to wash each. How you can wash them together? Unless if you are under shower, but generally you have to wash each three times each. This is the hands. And if you're talking about the, the palms and then the hands up to the elbow, you have to wash them three times each, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, each three times, yeah. Can you deliver non-halal food? If it's non-halal food, if it contains pork or alcohol, you cannot deliver it. And I'm in, I'm in favor of the opinion if there is if it's uh, slaughtered by Muslims or uh, Christian or Jews, and if it's to be to, you are allowed to, which is allowed to be consumed by Muslims, it's allowed to deliver it, inshallah ta'ala. But if it's uh, uh, if it's something which is haram, pork or alcohol, you cannot deliver it. It's haram. It's not allowed for you to participate. And Allah said in the Quran, al-Ibr Help each other with birr, with righteousness and fearing Allah. And don't help with, uh, with disobeying Allah and sins. So you shouldn't do that, inshallah ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, we have covered all the questions, alhamdulillah ta'ala, today. Jazakumullah khair, all my brothers. May Allah reward you all and bless you all. May Allah increase us all in knowledge and iman. And we'll see you, inshallah ta'ala, in the next episode. Jazakumullah khair, subhanakallah wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nasafirka wa natubu alaykum. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu ati'u allaha wa ati'u الرسول وأولي الأمر منكم فإن تنازعتم في شيء فردوه إلى الله والرسول إن كنتم تؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر